There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 460. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo Gami. And Ari is out tonight. He, I think he has to work OT and he has to get up early. So, thus the whole icon below, insert coin to participate. He is unable to participate, so we don't have anybody else with coins. So, you know, I, I think it's just kind of cute to throw that in there. So, I kind of mm. want to do something between that and trying to get you all on like an hour early to read the redesign the layout, take a screenshot of that, and just. Do do the fancy edit as you see here. I'm like, nah, I, I, I I'm ju I'm just not doing that. I just can't. I think that's a lot better. It, it it'll work. But when we get five people, then I'll have to do that nice little edit and who know it. Anywho, um, we are. Before we get into that, how is everybody doing tonight? Okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Meh. It's, that's always the case between you two. Either one of you is met and the other one is okay. It's like, y'all trade off every week. I mean, I it's am... not planned. <laughs> I'm always meh. What the hell? You don't say sweetie bloom. Meh. <laughs> Anywho, we are live tonight. Week of July 21st, 2020, right here on Twitch TV. You can find us... Here every Tuesday night from 9.30 to 11 Eastern Standard Time or Eastern Daylight Savings Time, either or, just so it's 9.30 on Tuesday nights. Here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Um, you can always follow us through other affiliated people like the Voice of Geeks Network. You can give them a holler, some love, and a follow and a shout out at Twitch TV slash Vlog Network. They kick things off on Sunday nights with the Bobby Blackpool Show and Orange Lounge Radio. Don't forget, you can also find us on Discord. Uh, Discord I believe you just go to uh, vognetwork.com slash Discord. Just come right on in. Every show that's affiliated with the Voice of Geeks Network has a chat room. So come by, swing by, have a good time. It's all fun and games. Leave articles there. Trust me, somebody there will see it. Believe you me. <laughs> all right, that is great. That is wonderful. And as we, as you can see here, Ari has joined us from the from home, so he's actually relaxing. And he says, "I have worked 13 overtime hours in two days. I, I, I know that feeling all too well. I think every single job I've had, I've done something like that. Either it was needed of me, or I could just use the money. So, anywho, let's kick, let's move things along. With how was your week? How was your day, Mako-chan? Uh, yeah, um, 
my week was exactly the same as it was last week. Mm. Uh, Pokemon Go and work and reading. Um, although I did actually sit down and watch Hamilton finally. Yeah, what did you think of it? I liked it, um, but I'm a nerd, so I actually understood the history that was going on. Uh, it was really fast-paced, though, so I will have to watch it again just to actually catch everything. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed, you know, the story, obviously, because, hello, nerd. Um, but, yeah, uh, th- yeah, I mean, that's about it. I won't say that Hamilton is on the list of stuff that's ridiculously overhyped, because let's be real. Looking at my Facebook feed, just a musical on Broadway, it, it was hyped, but it wasn't hyped by a lot of people, so I don't mind it. It's not like, oh my god, you have to see this type hype. It was it was definitely overhyped. Um, I have a lot of people on my mm-hmm. Facebook that went absolutely ape shit over Hamilton uh, while it was on Broadway mm-hmm. and then especially the uh, countdown to when it was going to be on Disney Plus mm-hmm. um, but the hype is well warranted um, it, it's 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 actually if, if you're into history or you're into musicals and it's a very fast paced musical it's not you know it's not your slow kind of musical. It's up for those music. of you that watch any YouTube and or Twitch re-recordings at two times. This is for you. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's 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 definitely um, up there in one of my favorite musicals to have watched. It's definitely one that I would not mind seeing in, uh, like in, in theaters. Um, but I I don't I, I think I would want to see it with the original cast oh, okay. um, I I would yeah. have to agree I I really liked it I was introduced to it through some students that I was teaching when I worked back at the um, cosplayers workspace and I had two students that was with were with the boys and girls club of America and okay. I ended up teaching them how to make their costumes and stuff and it was just kind of neat uh, that they always wanted to listen to the Hamilton <laughs> soundtrack um, and then I subsequently was able to uh, see it online at least see enough of it um and i had a lot of friends who hyped it but i've always kind of been in the crowd of musical lovers i wouldn't say it's in my top 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 musicals but i'd say within my top three top five um i enjoyed it and i enjoyed the costuming because they did try to keep a lot of the historical aspects of it but still make it musical friendly especially for those quick changes you know. yeah, I will say, you know, I, I, I will probably sit down and watch Hamilton. I just got to find time. Granted, I, I literally have all the time in the world, but, you know, if I, don't, if I wake up after a certain time, my entire day is shot, so why bother doing anything? Anywho. Yeah. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Um, uh, as you guys experienced slightly earlier, my body hates me today, so I have brain fog, like, super hard. Um, and so, uh, it has been, like, just a lot of, like, heavy lifting and work and stuff like that, because I've been trying to rearrange my studio, so it's been really focusing on 
trying to rearrange that and rearrange all the fabric I have and everything like that, which has been ongoing. If those of you have been watching us for the past few months, for the past half year, uh, it's basically been going on since January. Um, you know, it's just one of those things. My birthday's coming up, so also kind of preparing for that. You know, um, I got some mint chocolate chip ice cream that's going to hang out in my freezer until then. And, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much been the weekend day. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, so my weekend day, I, I could basically say it's same the same as Mako-chan would say, but as you can see behind me, I have more stuff. Um, basically, I've had the same pillows for about several years. I'm like, they've overstayed their welcome. They're worn out. So I've been wanting these pillows from Target because they're like four bucks a pop. So I'm like, I'll just go online, order them, have them shipped. Shipping not available. In-store pickup only. I'm just like, so I'm going to have to buy a pillow every week till I get all four in my house. Wow. Yeah. So, but they have this thing called ship where, you know, same day delivery services. So I'm like, you know what? I think if I spend enough, I can go ahead and do this. Because I've been saying I've been wanting to change the sheets on my bed for a while. So I signed up for their free subscription and I have it set in my calendar to cancel um, the day of at the end of my at the end of my promo because it's ninety nine bucks for the year. But let let's be real here. Unless it's something ostentatious like like a pillow, that's hard for me to. I'll just you know. Ship it through FedEx or whatever. So you know I did all of that. Now I was gonna go to Amazon for the pillows, but the cheapest was like twenty seven dollars. So I'm like you know what, I'll just do the free trial. So I go ahead. Fill everything up that I need for for the week. So I'm like, you know what? I can get my favorite self, my 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 seltzer water and all of that. Because what's it's kind of sad that I can get only get certain flavors at different stores because of supply and demand. So I get all of that. It's delivered, and then I get a notification notification email about one of the things I ordered is is on a truck from FedEx. I'm just like, but I'm picking up everything in the store tomorrow as in today what is coming on a fedex truck you want to know what's coming on a fedex on a fedex truck to be delivered to my house a package of brown gravy mix what yes they're shipping me a package of brown gravy mix to my house oh um Okay. That's what I said. Now, I, now because I'm changing my eating habits and adjusting, so I have to buy certain things. Like this package of brown gravy mix is thirty percent less salt. So it's like it's only available. I'm thinking that oh, it's going to be part of my same day shipping. No, it's coming on a truck. From Target's warehouse to here by Thursday. I'm just like, huh. I, I, I'm 
just as dumbfounded as the both of you. I'm just like, I can't believe I let this happen. I'm thinking I moved everything into my cart for shipping, for same-day shipping services. So, anywho, that'll be coming later this week. I, I even figured, let me see if I can find this in stores. I couldn't find it at Stop and Shop, and I didn't even bother at the uh, Target that I was going to because it wasn't available at that location. So I'm just like, but on the plus side, I did do some adulting. I actually went out. Is it right here? No. Where is it? Ah, well, it's somewhere here. I actually went out and got a Swiffer mop. So I'm like, I realized the tile on the floor here isn't going to change anytime soon. And I don't have the money nor the resources to move all my stuff out and lay down fresh top. No. So I got that. So every week I'm going to start making th this tile look better than it should and I did and I did went out and I bought a chair mat because I think I mentioned previously that I've worn out the tile underneath my underneath my chair where if it my chair hits a certain spot it just sits there so I got that and I'm fine till I realize the wheels on, on the chair aren't rolling properly so I flipped the mat around to the smooth side I'm like this will work and it's still doing it from time to time. Like right now, it's not doing it, but I heard it. So I went out and ordered replacement wheels and I am waiting for that. And finally, the shirts that I ordered from Shirt Punch, I believe, showed up. Meanwhile, I'm still waiting on my, no, I, no, I think this is, no, this is Once Upon a Tea. Meanwhile, I'm still waiting on my shirt from Shirt Punch that I ordered six weeks ago. And they gave me the whole COVID-19 excuse. And I don't mean to say excuse as a bad thing, but that's what they told me. And I'm sitting here going, if I'm able to order shirts from other retailers like you and get my stuff within like two weeks, I think y'all better outsource to another uh, printer or supplier or something like that. But Some of them, I will say, are taking a while if the company is also selling face masks. I don't know if Shirt, if, if shirt Punch is. They probably are, but... My... I know. I bought from T-Fury. Mm. Oh, okay. And um, I just bought a shit ton of masks from them. Mm. And they're... Because everybody's buying geeky masks, mm -hmm. um, they're getting inundated with those sales... So it's slowing down everything else too. Well, I let's see now. Um, I, I'll, let me see if I can actually pull up the email here. Um, yeah, this is what they said. Unfortunately, due to COVID 19s impact on our print shop, many of our orders will be shipped later than our standard 10 to 15 business day production time. We are doing all we can to make sure these orders won't be more than one to two weeks late. But we will ship. But we will be shipping your order as soon as possible. Thank you for your patience during this trying time. Feel free to reach out at any point for an update. Thank you, Shirt Punch Customer Service. Okay, so, I mean, I get it. But my thing is, if it's going to be late, just send an email. Let, pe let, 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 let people know, oh, your order is going to be late. We're running into issues. None of that was on. I didn't see any of that on their website or my, nothing like that. Mm. But that. My thing is, j just let people know, oh, your, your shit's going to be late. That's it. Other than that, I, I really don't care. And I and and 
the shirt that I'm waiting for is the Wild Stallions World Tour shirt. That's the, that's the only reason why I haven't said, you know what? Cancel. But I want my shirt. That's it. And, and, and I like that shirt. So, thank you. Uh, moving right along. Uh, housekeeping. Um, definitely, we are definitely looking at being off on Labor Day. So that Tuesday will, will off be off somewhere else. So... If you want, if you if you want, you could probably watch Ichigo work in, in, in her lab that Tuesday, or you can probably watch the same screen from Mako Chana as she reads off smutty fan fiction or something like that. Or you could just be like, or if I do, or if we do go live, it'll probably be ninety minutes of Damien just sitting there on the bed. That I could probably accomplish, <laughs> judging everyone, just yeah, judging everyone, basically. I, I mean, I, I think if I put it out there, if if we just do ninety a ninety minute show of of of, of one of, of one of the staff's pets on cats on stream, would you watch? Ninety minutes of nothing but a cat sleeping. Yes. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> get like a mic that's like really close by, so we get kitty ASMR. <laughs> He was purring pretty loud earlier. Yeah. Now he's just he's sitting in the corner that I can't reach, just watching me going, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I was bothering him earlier because I was trying <laughs> to I was trying to get the microphone close enough so you guys could hear him purr because he's loud. Ah, okay. So I annoyed him enough that he moved. I'm good for that though. All I gotta say is, all right. Uh, moving right along, uh, Geek Roundtable. Uh, this is a part of the show we kind of show some geeky stuff, or we talk about what we've been up to, or other cool geek things. So, what's on display for this week, Mako? Uh, yeah. So on display, uh, keeping with the, I am way too damn obsessed with Supernatural at the moment. Mm. Um, and uh, I found plushies of some of my favorite characters. Uh, so uh, my favorite King of Hell and yours, Crowley. Mm. Um, I have two more plushes coming. Um, I do have, or I should say, once I get paid on Thursday, I'll have two more plushes coming mm. uh, because the series does have a Dean and a Castiel. So I'll be getting those as well. And... Uh, I will have them up for viewing at some point once I get them. Cool. But yeah, um, just keeping with my, you know, reading of supernatural fan fiction. Um, my cousin is bringing her sister back, uh, so um, this weekend, or I should say, probably Monday, uh, we will actually start the rewatch of Supernatural with my other cousin and uh, there's 14 and a half seasons out right oh, now. Oh good lord well it could be worse. Y'all could be y'all could be watching One Piece uh no I, I, I tried that one it, it I, I tried I, I that's all I can say is I really really tried and while I like some of the characters um, especially Robin uh, I couldn't. I couldn't. It's too much. It's 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 just it's too much and not exciting enough for 
me. <laughs> but I like Robin. She shares my birthday. Oh, that's nice. That's, yeah, that's kind of cool. I actually found a character I like that shares my birthday. I'm glad to hear that. I want to say there was another one. I don't think it's Washu. I know there was another one that shared my birthday. Now I can't remember who. Which have you been up to? Uh, well, today in the lab. Um, today. Speaking of Washu. <laughs> hello, welcome. Uh, you may become an experiment. There was a sign on the door. Um, <laughs> so I had to take a machine back in to the sewing machine doctor today, and while I was there, I had a few orders for masks come in, and because I do my masks as pre-order, I was able to hang out and get some neat fabrics to make into masks as well as get some fabrics to do some stuff because my birthday's coming up. So I like to try and make something small for my birthday. So I have, um, if you don't like bugs, this is your warning. There are bees and butterflies printed on the fabric. So yeah, so rainbow butterflies. I don't know how well you guys can see. Oh, we can see it. Um, and then this is like the best bee print that I've found so far. It is bees on honeycomb. Mm. Now you just totally disappeared. Oh, there you are. Oh, I hello. <laughs> I am bee. Bee become me. Um, and then this really cool um, mythical creatures constellation fabric. And then because it's me, there was this really awesome picture like witches. Just witch ladies just being fantastical and lovely. Ichigo. So. Ichigo, stop. Stop it, stop it, stop. We all, we, from watching this right now, we know for a fact you did not buy fabric. You bought a bunch of those invisibility cloaks from Harry Potter, didn't you? Didn't you? Yes. I'm very, very, I'm, I'm sneaky, sneaky. I'm going to go get some cakes from the kitchen later. Y'all want to join me? on a midnight uh, invisibility cloak romp. Let me know in chat. Um, <laughs> however, we're, we're sleeping on our couch downstairs right now because it's hot as balls. So I have to be super quiet uh, if that happens. Also, uh, a throwback for those who are not into fabric but into weebness, um, melon soda. So there you go. Speaking of the fact that you, you have to move downstairs, I actually had to buy an air conditioner vent deflector. Now, what a basically, we all know what a deflector does. It deflects whatever it is. For an air conditioner, you put it on there to deflect the direction of the air. Now, y'all have been to my house. Now, Mako-chan can attest to this, and I believe Ari can too. And my, my window is not the typical windowsill. It's basically a normal windowsill, and it sticks out for a good 10 inches. So it's, like, deep. So it's like, think of a kitchen windowsill where you have all your stuff in, in the window like that. That is how my air conditioner is. Now, because of the way it is, when I turn on the air conditioner, 
the direct because of where the vent is, the air is going to hit the top of the windowsill and probably and it might bounce out. On my my old air conditioner, it the angle wasn't so bad, so I was good with that. With this new one, I, I used to have to take like the plastic I would use to cover and just put it like above it so it would bounce out, but. I'm being careful with this air conditioner so I don't short it out because it's a Freon, so I adjusted it. It sits out in the window more, but it takes my apartment a little bit longer to cool down, which I don't mind. So I went out and got, a I ordered a deflector, and I'm just going to just duct tape it on there so it'll just blast the way it should, so it shouldn't be that much of an issue. Um, on the opposite side of things, I found myself marathoning an anime that I, I just I just happened upon I think Saturday or Sunday. It's called Copcraft. Now, if you've ever watched Lethal Weapon, Alien Nation, Bright, City Hunter, any of those buddy cop shows, you you're go and if you ever like them, especially more of Lethal Weapon, Alienation, and Bright, you're going to enjoy Copcraft. It's basically this guy has an alien partner. She's from another world, and they have a treaty, and and they're just dealing with crimes in San Teresa. It's a good anime, and I noticed by the time I got to episode ten, it hits so close to home. There, in one of the episodes, there is a mayoral race going on between the, the human race and the race of the other of the aliens. And I'm trying to—I don't remember their name. I'm looking it up now. Uh, they're called Semenian people. S E M A N I N. And one of the one of the candidates gets is assassinated, and you know, there's people protesting, wanting to kick these alien people out. Out. Out off the planet, and I'm just like, wow, this hits so close to home. So I really enjoyed it. It's only 12 episodes. I finished it tonight. The ending episode is kind of typical if you've ever seen Bad Boys or Lethal Weapon, you know. But it's a little to me, it was a little bit of a twist in there. So it, it's really good. It's not really fast paced at all. So you can sit down and marathon it or watch it like in a few episodes at a time and it just flows so well and speaking of flow I just like how it at, for some episodes it goes right in, right where it left off and it just keeps going and I don't know if you noticed but there is starting to be a trend of some animes where generally they would do like that you'd watch the episode about a minute or two in the intro plays the title and it goes through with some animes you can be watching it for at least a good 10-15 minutes then the intro plays and it goes through I noticed this with Fire Force and I'm sitting there going wait did I miss something and then like 8-9 minutes in here comes the intro and I'm just like oh okay I do hope Copcraft does get a second season so it's good it's enjoyable it's on Funimation, and I watched the dub first because I don't know if you noticed, but if you have Funimation and when you watch anime, if there if the anime has a dub option, it's going to play that as your default. So and I'll say it was it, it worked really well. 
I may have to go back and watch it uh, subtitled and see, and see. So, um, that was basically for me. Like I said, I got some shirts, so I'll probably show those off next week or something like that. Um, one thing I do want to show off, and I shared this on my personal Facebook. I'm probably going to show share this to the staff. I mean, our staff, to the our our Facebook page. Um, I show I shared off some Sailor Moon cosplays earlier today or yesterday, and it's all dudes. And now it's pretty cool. Now the one I want to show off from this is no, that's not it. Is this one here? Um, let me see if I, if I can pull it up. I thought I had it. Nope, that's not it. Well, basically, the issue is... Oh, was it this one? Yeah, this is it. Yep, that's the one. And I think if by looking at this picture, the one thing everybody is losing a proverbial shit over. And it's Pluto smoking a cigarette. Basically, Pluto is tired of all of the sensual shit at this point. I, I, <laughs> I, I think that that's that that's the best one. Okay, that and the other cosplay picture. I think it was a Uranus cosplayer sitting there holding a bottle of alcohol. I, I just want to I just want to give give this image a shout out because I, I just thought it was great. And if you and if you look around um at this at this at these at these series of photos. Sailor Jupiter is fucking built. <laughs> I, no, I mean, my man got pecs upon pecs and and tattooed up. I think, Marco, you might give this one a seal of approval. I was looking at the uh, pictures earlier. I really actually like the group. It's a very well thought out and well put together group that yeah, did it. It was really good, so. Now that we got that out of the way, let's go ahead and kick off uh, tonight's stories. Um, let's kick this up a bit. All right, Michael John, I think we're talking about your fandom tonight, or one of your many fandoms. Uh, yeah. Let me let me get into that. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I was actually really excited to see this pop up on Facebook. Um, but there's going to be a comedy action CGI animated series titled Samurai Rabbit, which is uh, Usagi Ujimbo. And I'm excited. I'm so excited. So uh, it's going to be on Netflix. Uh, the series has been ordered. Um, Sakai uh, will be um, actually headlining it. And, you know, that's the guy that created the series. So he's going to be serving as executive producer. That's good. Um, so hopefully it doesn't go really off. Um, so he basically says uh, that he's working with an awesome team and looking forward to finally seeing uh, a Yusagi series on the screen. He thanks his wonderful fans, friends, and family for their support and encouragement over the last 35 plus years. So, really excited. Um, they have done a little bit with uh, Usagi Ujimbo um, to cross over with a lot of different things. 
I mean, uh, Usagi ended up in the freaking um, Ninja Turtle animated series yeah. from the early 90s. I remember which, those That's actually how I was introduced to Usagi. So um, to see him actually finally getting a legit, you know, full-on series done, or at least being done with uh, the... I guess nod to the creator and having him on the staff mm-hmm. is gonna be really really cool um, I'm really really excited I'm excited to see the evolution of the series because I grew up and it was in when I used to get comic books as a kid Usagi Ojimbo had little blurbs either in the back of the books or um, I picked up a few of the books and it was just really, I really enjoyed the series. I think it's a really awesome series. And it was different from what you saw a lot of back in the early 90s, which was like superheroes and stuff like that. Well, you know, a samurai bunny rabbit, a ronin bunny rabbit, that wasn't the norm. So it was kind of cool to see that. And I'm excited to see the series come out. Um, I will be binge watching that. Maybe we'll have to have a watch party or something. Watch yeah, party. knowing knowing that he's actually crossed and been done with other characters from different comics, um, I'm kind of hoping that there are nods to those characters in the series. I would love to see, you know, even just in the background in the art, either comics based on, you know, the Ninja Turtles or, you know, just something showing that there has been an evolution to this character bringing in you know the the other elements of easter eggs easter right, eggs right. for the for the fans who have been there you know since the beginning to the fans that are just oh sorry i muted myself you to did. the fans that are just getting into it now i i think it would be really cool to see those those calls back to its history that would be really really neat i believe i have like in my collection of comics that I have the mini, the Usagi Ujimbo miniseries. I I think it's the Space Usagi ones. I think I I know it's it's either a three issue basic one or the Space one. It's there somewhere. If I find it, I'll I post the think the Space one was actually create was made into a series uh, as well. Prob- probably it sounds familiar because I'm swearing there was an Usagi Ujimbo animated series. Yeah, I think it was based off of the Space series, though. Okay. Um, and then I don't think it did very well. Mm. It was... I'm pretty sure it was done as a children's series, and it was very childish, if, I, if I'm if i remembering correctly. Um, I know that they did a... Uh, was it a... A, um, a game. A, a digital game. Yeah. I know that they did one of those for the series. I was playing that for a while, and it just it. I I have gamer ADD, so that all? went. Yeah, that that went to the wayside uh, fairly quickly. Let's see if I can pull this up. Yeah, so there are. 165, 219 overall right now of the series. Mm. 
Yes, Space Usagi, the animated television series, was canceled following the failure of Bucky O'Hare and the Toad Wars. Um, however, Space Usagi was one of the action figures produced under the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle line. Would... And there have been two Usagi role-playing games. Uh, one, a 1998 version, and then a second version that came out in 2005, which was successfully kickstarted in 2019. I would love for a, a reboot or a remaster of Buck Your Hair and the Toad Wars. That cartoon was amazing. Especially the opening theme. And Fighting Mice from Mars was pretty good, too. I always wanted in the crossover with the Ninja Turtles. I wanted that so badly. I want to say that I think they did in the comics. Probably. Just a lot of things crossed over with the Ninja Turtles. Uh, once they, once the Ninja Turtles uh, started saying that they were uh, mutants, no aliens, because aliens were accepted and mutants weren't, so they started calling themselves aliens in one of the comics. And I think that's when everything started coming to a head, mm. and there were a lot of crossovers at that point. It's too bad the UK version of the show sucks. Yeah. Anywho. Speaking of Ninja Turtles, I'm really excited about the new comic that's coming out, and I'm wondering who the turtle is. I may have to pick that up. That's definitely one. Depending on who the turtle is, I, I may have to pick up as well. Mm -hmm. um, because I don't know that I could follow Leo. It ain't Leo. It, it very well could be Leo. Um, I think if it's any of the other three, I would be able to pick it up and read it. Uh, but Leo's always been my least favorite turtle um, just because he has a perpetual stick up his butt yeah I mean I'll say this from what people are from what I've read they're, bet, they're putting their bets that it's um, that it's Mikey or Don if, if it's Mikey I'll definitely I'll definitely pick it up Donatello I, without without hesitation, I'll pick it up. Wrath, maybe out of curiosity, I don't know if I'd follow along. Leo, if I were to pick it up, I would just wait for the, the trade paperbacks. But. Yeah, a lot of people um, are basically saying that it's probably going to be um, Mikey or Donatello. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that it's Donatello, just because in the comics that you know, were just coming out. Um, they did have him die. So it would be kind of humorous in a way to have him being the only survivor now in this set. Was it him? I thought they brought him back or something like that. Oh, they did. I, I, thought, yeah. I mean, nobody ever stays dead in any of these comics. That would that would kill the franchise at some point. And don't forget, there is a fifth turtle in, in, the, in the current in the current storyline. So there are six turtles now. Six. Yes. I I know that there was a female that came in and she started fighting with them, but another turtle popped in after her, and I have no idea where they came from, just because I don't really follow um, I, I, the current series. I just. But I'm pretty sure there are six turtles now. I know one of them became was became a turtle through a blood transfusion or something like that. That was the female turtle. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one I know about. But a six, good. Damn. 
while Marco Chan finds that, we're going to go on to our next story here, and it's my fandom, uh, Love Live. And as you can see, come on, rotate. Come on, you can do this for me. There we go. Our th we have Love Live School Idol Project and the follow-up series, uh, Love Live Sunshine. So now we have Love Live Superstar. And for some reason, Jesus Christ Superstar runs through my head. Or the, <laughs> or the chick from Saturday Night Live Superstar, that movie. I'm picturing that. Either or will work. But as, as it's called... It's going to con and, in, and in this series, it's only going to be five characters this time instead of nine. It will the characters are Shibuya Cannon, Tan Keke, Arashi Chisato, Kiana Sumire, and Hazuki Ren. Whether they introduce additional characters, we don't know. But right now, it's only five, and I don't have a favorite right now. So I I, I may have to watch the entire series before I pick one out. But um, the band's name has not been decided yet. Uh, it's going to be decided by a poll in fan magazine Love Live Days. The series takes place at Yugioka Girls High School. So we're hoping, you know, maybe this will be good. I, I and I know I have said this time and time again. I did not like on and Sunshine. How Aquors won. I think that I think that was that was a cop out, but we'll see. Which also reminds me, I actually have to get around to buying the box set. I had the season one sitting in my cart for God knows how long, so I got a notification that it's out of production. I'm just like, oh, have has it been sitting there for that long? So I go in and I find that Funimation put out seasons one and two as a box set for forty two dollars. So I'm not keeping tabs on that so once I knock out like 99% of my Amazon card I'm probably going to pick that up with another series and just go about my way and I'm still keeping tabs on on that uh, Yohane figurine I realize if I buy it that will be the, my most expensive figurine to date we're talking $150 but I'll say there was a period where it was like around $100 and I'm just like, I have enough and and like and rewards to buy it so I could justify it, but I just never pulled the freaking trigger. So, but on the plus side, I did get the other figurines I wanted, so it's just this one. So that and I think I have a couple of um of um Oscar figurines, but I got a couple friends in Japan that are keeping tabs out for me, so I am greatly appreciative of that. And moving right along. Well, uh, we're going to change uh, gears here a little bit because uh, we're going from some fun lightheartedness uh, to a police arresting a man mm -hmm. for threatening the Kodanja staff on Twitter over a novel submission. Um, way to be a neckbeard, dude. Exactly. Uh, so a 44-year-old suspect is allegedly, uh, or has allegedly, threatened violence but never meant to carry it out. Police from Tokyo's Atsuka neighborhood arrested a 44-year-old male suspect last Friday after he allegedly issued a threat, a death threat, to Kodanja employees on Twitter. 
The suspect stated in his deposition that he made the threat after his novel submissions kept being rejected after the first round of screenings, and added that he never meant to carry out the threat. The suspect, an Okinawan resident, allegedly named Kodansha specifically on Twitter on May 14th, threatening to smash their heads in with a hammer and chop them up with a cleaver, go to the editorial department and tear them up and riddle them with holes, and stab the entire editorial department. Kodansha notified police of the threats in late May. Way to not get your submissions taken, like, ever. Um, When you are submitting things as a professional, especially if it is novel, it is editorial, it is literature, there's a process to it. And if you can't handle the process, then you either need to get a manager to handle that process for you or take a step away from the internet and put away your computery phonesies and maybe write a novel of your feelings in a book. Public space is public space, and if people find the information, even if you don't mean it, some people are going to take it at face value. That's just how the world works. Um, so, yeah, gotta hate humanity a little bit more. I'll say it, and I get it. We have all been there in the aspect of so angry, so pissed off, so upset. You'll just say the most outlandish, most egregious things in the world. I should know. I've done that more times than I should have. Now, Depending on who you are surrounded by, those people will understand that you are just angry, you are upset, and you are just blowing off steam. There are some people who who feel when you go that when you say some things like that, you actually mean that and you feel that way. Now, when you say something like that on social media, given what happened around this time last year, and we have been discussing it off and on on this podcast, nobody is taking those types of threats lightly. So, the very next time you get that angry, I would just recommend, just like what, what Ichigo said, stay off of social media, go off the internet. Seriously. Just Talk it out with your friends. If you decide that you need to be on the internet to chat it out, contact a friend. Be like, hey, so I'm really riled up about stuff. And I'm really feeling hurt and uh, annoyed and frustrated, you know. I I understand that there are people out there who don't have friends to reach out to, but again, it's one of those things like when I don't have someone to reach out to because it's three in the friggin' morning and I'm awake and my brain won't shut up, um, I keep a journal or a, a, a drawing book or anything like that. And even if it's some sort of drawing where it's like you have a red crayon and you just scribble the sh crap out of that red crayon onto the page and it doesn't make any sense and it's gibberish or whatever, get those frustrations out in a creative way. (laughs) Putting your feelings, especially if they are threatening, even mildly, out on the internet puts you in a position where people are going to take that threat and they may take it literally, they may take it at face value, and we've seen it time and time again. Um, It's just a, you know, it's, it's history repeating itself, unfortunately. Basically. Okay, uh, moving right along. Um, 
So I did find out um, it's not a sixth turtle. It's okay. an Arctic fox. That's interesting. Yeah, and um, she's trying to, or she should be dating um, Raph in it. How does that work? I don't know. It's a crap ton of anthropomorphic animals. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I. There's only so far into the furry fandom I can get before it gets a little too twisted for me. Yeah. I agree. Moving right along. We're going to talk about Kamen Rider for a brief second here. Uh, one of the series, uh, Kamen Rider Zero One, is getting a spin-off series as anime shorts. Like, a little little snippet stuff. Like, if you remember how The Simpsons were before it became the TV show cartoon The Simpsons. So, what's happening is that the Toei Tokusat fan club announced uh, that live-action series Kamen Rider Zero One is inspired for a spin-off series called Kamen Rider Zero One. Short anime everyone's daily life. If you are part of the fan club, you can watch episodes starting on July 23rd 12 p.m. I believe Japan Standard Time. There is a trailer that is about that's out now that you can definitely check out and watch. In this trailer, it, it you get the preview and it explains that artificial intelligence is the guide that the protagonist Art Aruto around in the Hidden Intelligence Building. The script was written by Inu by Tete Inoue, and the episode's visual features is basically is an Aruto, but also Isamu, Yue, Guy, Metsusob and and the Metsubo Jinrai.net members. That sounds pretty cool. Um let's see here. The digital book corners uh club app will also post a Kotaro Yuki's manga adaptation of the Toei series Kaiju Ku, which is series Kaiju Area, which will be happening in the near future. Pretty cool. For some, some of those who don't know, uh, Common Rider Zero One premiered uh, September first as the first Common Rider series in Japan's Reiwa era. Uh, Mashin Sentai Cure Major, the forty-fourth and most recent series in Toei's longest-running live-action Super Sentai franchise, is also inspiring a spin-off series called Mashin Mukashi Banashi Gekijo, which translates to Mashin Folk Tale Theater. Uh, for those of you who didn't know, both series, Kamarai Zero One and Mashin Sentai Care Major, have had new episodes delayed as of May 17th due to uh, issues with COVID-19, with filming, and so forth. Uh, one of the stars of Care Major, Rio Kamiya, was diagnosed with COVID-19 back in late March, but was released on April 9th. Toei closed the studio on the 31st and did a complete cleanup and disinfection of everything. As of June 1st, both series resumed filming, and new episodes have been airing as of June 21st. For those of you who are curious, uh, the double feature films that they do uh, for Zero One and Cure Major has been uh, delayed. We don't know when it's going to come out, but it was slated to open on July 23rd. Alright. Not so bad. Alright, now we got some card capture fun and fun going on here. 
I had to double check and see if I was the one up next. But yes, yeah, some card capture magicalness. I'm very excited. Um, they are getting a new way to keep you busy with your smartphone. Uh, if you weren't addicted to the franchise uh, far enough yet, uh, the franchise is getting a new puzzle or smartphone game uh, titled Card Captor Sakura Repaint Record this summer. And the game's official website began streaming the second teaser video for the game on Thursday of last week. Uh, the puzzle game will feature an original story with the familiar franchise characters. Players will be able to change Sakura's costumes, uh, like Tomoyo, in every single episode. <laughs> and the game will be free to play with optional in-game purchases. Bushiroad and Monsters Lab Card Captor Sakura Clear Card Hen, Happiness Memory smartphone game, launched in October 2019 and ended service on June 30th. The game is based on Clamp's Card Captor Sakura Clear Card manga and anime. The Card Captor Sakura Clear Card anime premiered in January 2018 and ended on June 2018. Crunchyroll streamed the series as it aired in Japan, and Funimation streamed the dub on Funimation Now. So yeah, if you're looking for a new way to get uh, more attached to your phone on the hip, or kill time in isolation, uh, this is definitely looking like a fun little puzzle game. Well, I will say, I, I'll play it as long as it doesn't end up the way of Sailor Moon drops. That still kind of hurts. Mm hmm story of the night is basically Makuchan's fandom yet again. Yeah, also um, somebody needs to get me the Snoop Dogg cookbook. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Please tell me you're not just finding out about that. Oh no, I've known about it. I just keep forgetting about it so I have not gotten it for myself. Mm. He needs to do a mashup one with Cheech and Chong. Like, I feel like they'd come up with the best snacks. <laughs> I, You're probably right. Um, but because he actually is super besties with Martha Stewart, which is why I started looking up Snoop Dogg again, um, I kind of want them to do a collaboration on a cookbook. I wouldn't be surprised if she, like, consulted on his. Well, don't forget, they did do a cooking show together, a potluck dinner party show. So. Yeah, I watched the crap out of that. It was hilarious. It was that good, huh? Well, it's a very odd friendship. <laughs> when you really think about it, it's it's the the fact that the two of them can be friends and have remained friends show that you know, you can't just look at a person and see who they really are. Yep. Um, the fact that, you know, she's the one that's the, uh, you know, that's the convict, too. Um, really, really way out there. Uh, but anyway, uh, my fandom, uh, yeah, they finally announced some of the English cast for the new Lupin the Third movie. This is the loop in the third movie that is completely CG animated. Um, so we do have a small list of uh, the characters that will be doing that. Um, Tony Oliver will be coming in as Lupin the third. Uh, Richard Epcar will be Jigen. Uh, Lex Lang is um, Goman. Michelle Ruff will be Fujiko. 
Uh, Doug Erholz will be Zenigata. And then we have some of the, you know, characters just for this particular series. So we have Lori C. Himes as Latita or Leticia. Uh, J. David Brimmer as Lambert and Paul Giet as Gerard. So uh, this should have been released. Um, it's currently saying coming to theater soon. It was supposed to be coming in 2020 with English subtitles and the English dub. Obviously, things didn't go very well. It did release in Japan in December and earned about uh, 2.8 million in its first three days, which not for nothing in Japan is pretty damn good. Um, and then uh, total as of January 5th, it's made about uh, 9.22 million. Again, which for an animated film like this is not bad at all. Definitely. So I'm kind of excited. Uh, the artwork kind of freaks me out just because it is all CG. So it's a little bit weird to get used to um, just because it is a different art style. Um, but I'm looking forward to it only because I do have a love of Fujiko. Um, just because it's Fujiko. <laughs> If I were to ever cosplay from the series, I'd have to be Jigen. I think that would work out the best for me. Yeah, I, I like Jigen, and I like Oman. Um, I, I like Lupin's attitude, and Zenigata's just hilarious. Mm. But yeah, it, it's it's Fujiko. <laughs> Goemon's my favorite. Because he's just quiet, but also deadly. <laughs> I just like that he'll, you know, sit on top of the car as they're driving. Yeah, yeah, that, that's always that always that always uses me. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's not enough room. I'm just gonna sit on the top of the car. It's and all that, right. And, and that reminds me, I was going through my recover my recovery drive, and I found all of my episodes of AMD Hell. I think one of them. I have to re-download, but I bring that up because in AM, I think it's AMV Hell, the motion picture, there is a clip where someone mashed up um, Dora the Explorer with uh, Lupin the Third. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. I really need to sit and watch those. I know I don't have all of them downloaded. I know there's at least two that came out when I, you know, stopped actually watching them for a while. Yeah. That and I got also redownload Ponies the anthology. The they kind of got boring after a while. I think they stopped around four or five. You know. Yeah, the the last couple of them were kind of eh, but the first one was awesome. Oh yes, I loved it. Yeah, definitely, especially the intro. Mm-hmm. I actually like the second intro too. You know, the whole eight bit thing. I, I really enjoyed that. So. Alright, uh, stretch time, stretch time. Because this is the part of the show where we talk about interesting articles out of Japan, meanwhile in Japan. and Interesting this time is an understatement. <laughs> I try. <laughs> I try. That's why I'm taking the last story. 
Which one do you want, Ichigo? I guess I'll take the first one, because art. Okie dokie. <laughs> um, alright, guys. Are we, are we gonna have the music playing, or no? We're good? There you go. Okay, cool. <laughs> So, uh, artist Roku Danashko uh, had an obscenity charge uh, appeal that was rejected. Uh, many, uh, I think we actually covered it like two or three years ago uh, yeah. about a vagina kayak. Mm -hmm. um, so, <laughs> a vagina kayak artist must pay the fine as ruled by the lower courts. The Supreme Court's number one petty bench in Tokyo rejected on Thursday the appeal of artist and manga creator Megumi Igarashi related to the obscenity case for Igarashi's distribution of 3D scans of her genitalia in 2013 and 2014. The 48-year-old, who uses the pseudonym Rokuden Nashko, or Good for Nothing Girl, must pay a fine of 400,000 yen, or about $3,740 U.S as ordered by the lower courts. Igarashi reportedly held a banner with the text unjust ruling in front of the Supreme Court building in Tokyo on Thursday. She also posted a response to the ruling on her blog on Thursday. She said that she had plans to continue her activities without self-restraint, and she added that many happy things happened in the process of reaching this ruling. And in that sense, she takes pride in the historic ruling. Igarashi's post included an image of her holding another banner that read historic ruling and the blog post included a link to download the 3D data for Igarashi's Monko-chan or Vagina-chan character until August 15th. Igarashi's appeal to the previous court ruling claimed the data distribution was part of her artistic activities and provided an opportunity for supporters to create something with the data and participate in producing artwork through donations. Igarashi also claimed that the ruling was based on outdated principles. The lower courts had ruled that the 3D data realistically reproduced the shape of female genitalia and st stimulate the viewer's sexual desires, which as we know in Japan is uh, such secret. Um, however, the lower courts found Igarashi not guilty of obscenity for exhibiting the art in a Tokyo adult entertainment shop in 2014, acknowledging some degree of artistry and ideology. Igarashi distributed the 3D data of her genitalia as part of a crowdfunding campaign to make a kayak also shaped like her genitalia, and police initially arrested her on obscenity charges in July 2014. She was again arrested in December 2014 after displaying a plaster art piece in the window of Minori Wantanabe, or also Minori Kirahara's adult shop earlier that year. The Tokyo District Court ruled in May 2016 that she was guilty of breaking obscenity laws due to the 3D data distribution, but not guilty on charges related to the kayak and shop display. Igarashi published a graphic memoir of What is Obscenity? The Story of a Good-for-Nothing Artist and Her Pussy in English in May 2016. I'm sorry I had to take a breath there. Additionally, she appears in director Grams Colbeans and co-writer Anna Ishii's Queer Japan documentary project. Um, again, this this is uh, from a 2013-2014. I know that there was an article that we covered, and if you look up uh, Roku Danashko's artwork, I'm sure that you can find her GoFundMe or um, her other funding activities and stuff and all the stories that go with that if you're interested in learning about a vagina kayak 
Um. <laughs> now, my my takeaway from this is the fact that there are people out there who have downloaded the 3D data to do a 3D print of her vagina. And I wanted to sit here and say, who on God's green earth would do something like that? But then I realized the fandom that I am in and some of the people that I know. So that's not a far-fetched thing to do. I mean, considering all the non-genitalia-shaped objects people look into, I mean, honestly, though, she did it as her own, like, I guess, kind of taking her own power back, because if you do a lot of research into it, the obscenity laws in Japan are a bit outdated, and as a, as a society, are heavily uh, male-oriented. Like, a lot of it is you know, not an expression of freedom of sexuality and all this other stuff. Um, Gay, lesbian, and the alternative communities that are there, they have spaces to be safe, but again, it's it's a situation where it's not as celebrated as it is here in the States, and I, I understand that, like, it being celebrated out here in the States, it's not perfect yet. We're still working on it, but it, it's much more, it is still a big fight in Japan to be recognized. Um, so uh, I'm not surprised that she's um, going under these things, but as it was stated in the in the appeal, um, that that they did recognize some of her work as a display of art. The only thing that they were against was the fact that she broke obscenity laws for distributing the data of it. Um, I I would say that that I think is gonna probably change in the next decade. I mean, don't quote me on that or anything, but it's gonna have to change because the digital world is where a lot of art is gonna be done in the next uh, millennia. <laughs> so I don't imagine that uh, this one this one court ruling is gonna stop people from posting that kind of stuff online. Um, you know, so. If you're interested, there is more information, and I did post the article in our chat. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, um, Mako-chan, I believe the next story is yours. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so, uh, in Japan, as in much of the world, farting is considered an unpleasant, unwelcome sound. That's why one office supply company designated designed fart muffling seat cushions, and a separate group developed anti-fart sound blocking underwear. But there are kinks for all ages. Um, so <laughs> there, there is um. Uh, a creation that is I want to listen to the real farts of a doujin voice actress <laughs> and uh, yeah so there is actually an audio file it's about an hour in length it features doujin voice actress Katori Hino farting in a variety of ways in addition to an interview with the actress and a post-recording look back on the process, the files chapters the files chapters are listed as a toot to get things started, a clenched fart, farting inside a sack, farting in the bathtub, 
resisting the urge to fart while masturbating. Uh, they make no claims as to whether the bathing, self-pleasuring, and other secondary conditions are real or simulated, but promises that the farts are entirely genuine. The voice actress actually farts. The product description excitedly reassures potential buyers. To anyone who likes farts, please enjoy this. Um, so... <laughs> her secret to uh, being able to fart act is a whole bunch of sweet potatoes. You'll be amazed. Get that fiber in a healthy diet. Yeah, you'll be amazed that a woman with a voice this cute can fart like this. First, and for um, some, it, it's a it's a it's a sack of ten from White Castle. That's gonna be a little bit more than a fart. <laughs> you might if not want to. If you're looking for a shart ASMR, <laughs> you can make your own. Yeah, you might not want to recommend a diet. Um, uh, you're talking to somebody who has a cast iron stomach, so... Yeah, so it's listed as a voice ASMR project, and it's intended for listeners 18 years and up, and being offered through uh, the not-safe-for-work adult doujin site, DL Site. It's priced at about $12.30, and currently enjoying a 4.63 star rating out of 5. So, so if you're for, looking to get thrown your out of your apartment by your neighbors, play this yeah. on your Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for your farting pleasure, I'm five, so farts just make me laugh. <laughs> but we already knew that. Yeah, so I, I think if I were to actually listen to something like this, I would do nothing but laugh my ass off. I think it would be even funnier if they actually had her doing, like, cute little idol voices next. <laughs> I'm sorry I made myself laugh, because it'll be like, da -da -da, and then just a random fart noise. That'll, that'll be on the drama CD. Yeah. <laughs> Clenching a fart in front of senpai. Ooh, woo. Don't tempt. <laughs> Somebody will. I'm so sorry. Somebody. I'm just laughing really hard. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, all right, all right. <sighs> Moving right along here. In this one, it's a voice actress. Now... We've talked about on here how, you know, when voice actors and actors and idols, when the fans find out about their relationships and so forth, it's generally not a good thing. But in this case, something like that happened, and it wasn't really on a good thing. So... What happened was, on July 8th, K-Books Akihabara's voice actor and actress division sent out a tweet letting everyone know that they are getting a large influx of stuff of used items for one particular actress by the name of Nana Mizuki. So, you know, they're like, okay, cool, no big deal. So, you know. Now, 
this because the reason why they have so much of this stuff is because there was a follow-up tweet saying congratulations on your marriage so yeah so one day before Kate books made this tweet about the merchandise uh, Mizuki revealed on her uh, on a post on her blog that she had gotten married um, so the fans were not too happy about that and fucking crowded so basically K-Books makes this announcement they have all this Nanamizuki uh, merchandise because the fans are upset that she got married and they want nothing to do with her stuff anymore and what's interesting is that they made a tweet saying that they acquired a pair of limited edition, out of production, Nanamizuki themed Reeboks. Wow. But on the plus side, not all fans were upset about this. There were some fans that were actually happy about this. Comments such as, Congratulations. Yes, awesome, awesome, awesome. Will you be singing at your wedding reception and releasing a Blu-ray of it? I hope you will be happy forever. Looking forward to your performances following your marriage power-up. Now, it's also worth noting that K-Books, which has stayed in business due to the ability to gauge what anime fans will and won't buy, they wouldn't have bought all this used stuff, non-Mizuki merch, if they didn't feel that it was going to sell, knowing that even though there are fans who are mad at her for what she did, there are a lot more fans who are willing to part their money, part with money, to get this awesome merch. Yeah. And I mean, I think most of us have been there. We have a favorite singer or actor or actress that got married, and, you know, we get a little jealous that it should be us, but we don't go as far as throwing out their merch or reselling it or something like that. But, you know, some people take their fandoms quite more seriously than others. I don't know. When I was younger, I never really, like, did that with characters or with other people. Mm -hmm. I, I might have been like, oh, they seem like a cool person to hang out with. And I know I've mentioned this before, but it was just like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's one of those instances kind of like in Korea where, like, once you become an idol, your body is, like, owned by the state. I don't know. That always kind of skeeved me out a little bit. See, Just because they get married or they're going off and living their lives, I I don't know. I wouldn't throw out their stuff. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. To me, it's I think it's because the way that I think of my fandoms are more of like the artistry or even if it is the person, it is much more their body of work. I There might be fandoms where if the person comes out and, yeah, they're a scumbag, and unfortunately we've had quite a bit of that in the last few years, then, yeah, I might not support them in the future. But True. if it brought me joy as a child when I knew not any better, then I'm not just going to toss it out, you know? Yeah, but I, I get that. And it's like, you know, the follow-up to what you said, you know, when you're an idol, you your body becomes your body belongs to the state, whereas in Japan, if you become an idol, your body belongs to the people. Yeah, and some fans, we've covered it quite a bit, get a little bit too handsy or too owner, like they create this sense of ownership over the person, and I don't know, to me that's really kind of unhealthy. I think it's okay if you want to have like a good fan and, and, and idol relationship, but the people that are like stabbing them because they get married or like 
buying their used underwear. I'm like, okay. Look. All right, I understand you got to make bank. I get it. Look. But at the same time, like, you don't own that person because you own their underwear. Like, that. that's not how it okay. translates. Look, see, this goes back to when I went, when I was at Anime NYC last year, and I'm on the line for the meet and greet for Guilty Kiss, and it's like, it's a 30-second meet and greet, you know, and by the way, um, when I was cleaning stuff out, I, I found a, uh, a good frame to, uh, put my Guilty Kiss stuff in that I have, meaning, like, the, the, like, their cards and the ribbon, all of that, I'm gonna take care of all of that probably this weekend, but, there were people on the line with little, like, speeches and stuff, and I'm just like, you ain't got time for that. And I was, and if and if you have that ability, I'm gonna be like, look, you need to move this along. I ain't trying to be here all day. So, but I get. It. Well, I I think with, mm-hmm. I know I, I know everybody takes this a little too far. Um, there have been a lot of, um conversations from actors and actresses mm-hmm. and um you know the especially for the either the the comic conventions or the fandom specific conventions where fans get a little too handsy mm-hmm. during photo ops and things yep. like that um it's it's there's some really creepy ass people out there yep. And I, I know there have been a lot of horror stories from actors uh, about some of the creepy fans either um, touching them inappropriately, um, touching them for too long, um, hugging them inappropriately. Mm-hmm. And like all you're doing is screwing it up for everybody else. Yep. I, I think Agreed. Oh. I think something like that happened to um let's say character from The Walking Dead that everybody that most of the women love. Um You're talking about Glenn? Not Glenn. The the broody one, the broody angry one. I oh Daryl. Daryl, yeah. I wasn't gonna say Daryl, but I'm like, it is Daryl. I just could him. He, it happened to him and he made a statement that he won't he's not doing any handshakes or anything like that anymore because you know yeah i wasn't he the one that got bit at a fan gathering like I, they came and it was like it was like I, not I, day of the dead but it was another zombie walker stalker um, yeah walker stalker that's yes. what it was and he got bit i'm like uh excuse me yeah and, there and, there are some there are definitely some people out there that really screw it up for the fans that can actually differentiate between a character and their actor. And yes, Norman Theo, Norman Reedus. Reedus. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. In chat. Thank you, Theo. Um, I I have actually gotten that reaction before, and it, it is a really weird situation where people don't... There are some people out there who have no mental capacity to separate the fantasy from the real, yep. and it's scary like it's legitimately frightening um because they put themselves in danger they put the people that they fascinate themselves with in danger and it's just really weird to see like to watch it happen in real time and to watch it like to watch people act that way that don't have the concept that okay I do play this person or I am this character in such and such even with voice actors and stuff where they're not like the face of the character 
those people then attribute uh, like an ownership to them. Like, oh, I love this character. Edward is my white is my husbando, so yeah. you're my husbando. Yeah. And I get that when you're young and it's like you're your own little Mary Sue, it can be kind of cute and endearing. But when you get older, when you become an adult and you make a realization that that person, like it kind of clicks in your brain and you realize that person has their own autonomy, their own life and stuff, yeah, it worries me. It just worries me. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, they're, they're people. They, they are doing something that they love in order to entertain you mm -hmm. and for you to you know it, it's one thing for you to appreciate them mm -hmm. whether you appreciate the way they look or the way they act or you know the the way they portray a character it's another to become so obsessed with that particular person that you forget that they're human they're not that character they are a human being they have feelings. They get creeped out just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's it's really sad that there are, you know, it's it's actually a fairly large group of people that just don't understand that. Like I, I have met celebrities at work. Like the most recent celebrity I met was uh, Reverend Al Sharpton. And oh. yeah, we we were just crossing paths, you know. I was just going to I was going to go set up some a new user. We saw each other. I just did like the whole nod, like yeah, and, yeah, the nod up for it. I don't it. know you, that but was, that was we're it. cool. And, and I go, you know, I'm like, he's here working. He doesn't have time to sit down, you know. He doesn't. I, 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 I never yeah. And, and like I said, and I said it, you know, from jump, you know, at where I work or work, whatever. If whoever I meet, I am not going to sit there and post pictures of it. You don't have to believe I met this person or not. I ain't going to try to. Put, I'm not risking my job, you know. I, I've been in situations where I've either sat down to lunch with celebrities that I had no idea who they were, or I've just been in the same room, or I've been in the same circulation of people. Uh, I think one year when I was in Vegas, I think we had the sumo wrestlers as guests, yeah. and one of them actually just asked me to sit on his lap, and we took a photo together, but like it wasn't prompted by me. I didn't feel like, oh my god, ew, ew, now he's my sumo husbando, now I own him, I must own his wrappings. Like, I didn't yeah. go full tilt mm -hmm. crazy. Like, that's just not who I am, I guess. I'd nev I've never had that kind of personality. But I, I appreciate the people that go out, like when I used to do maid cafes in bars and Korean like karaoke shops where we, they would just come and support us. That's awesome to be supportive. But when you start to get into that toxic headspace of having ownership over a celebrity, it just, it freaks me out a little bit. So, Marco, remember that one time at Zenkai Con, that one girl I lost the proverbial shit because Vic Mangina walked past the table? Yeah, there were actually two girls um, at one of the earlier Zenkai Cons uh, that Vic was at that actually were, like, sniffing the elevator and crap like that because they knew he had just been on it. Um, very, very creepy. Very, very underage and very, very I, creepy. Yeah, I would also say that a lot of, like, his fandom, Todd Haberkorn's fandom, and the people... There are a few other voice actors and actresses and I don't know if it's because they tout this kind of like highly Christian side to the coin, but most of the time 
whenever I've had bad interactions with fandoms, besides the people that just don't have disregard for their costume or not sealing their body paint, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's mostly been their fandoms being like super ultra Christian conservative that shout out at you but then try to tout them as these godlike figures. Mm -hmm. And that, I get it. Like, I understand you want to lift up and, and put this person because they are a celebrity on a certain platform or a pedestal for yourself. Mm -hmm. But when you start to use that as a weapon against other people or you start to weaponize those situations where you're like, oh my God, you touched Vic's arm, now I must murder you. Like, that yeah. is a little coming on strong, fam. Like, yeah. calm down. I was I was visiting a friend um, in LA years back, oh, I know this and we just went out to the movies, and um, I actually met Gary Sinise. Um, but she was very much the you know, can I have your autograph? Oh my God, I love you, and she does that quite often. I mean, she lives in the area, so she does you know run into celebrities like that very very often. Mm. Um, I, I can't do that. They're out with, you know, their husband or their wife or they're, you know, they're just trying to relax. They're not trying to be on at that point. No, they're, and if you end up in their, their family. Yeah, if you end I, up in I their have, social I, circle, like right, that's totally I, cool. Right. I had enough, you know, joy out of just being able to go up to him and say, you know what, I enjoy you, I enjoy your acting. Trying not to have a bunch of people realize who this person is and then completely screw up his day. Yeah, It's completely different for, you know, like hanging out with uh, Michelle Knotts. Um, I'm, I'm friends enough with her that, you know, if I say, hey, you know what, one of my friends would really like an autograph, do you mind? You know, I'm friends with her, though. I, it's it's no longer an awkward thing to go, hey, do you mind? Just because, yeah. you know, she's actually my friend. We're in the same, you know, this, the social same kind group. of... So yeah, yeah, the, the same circle. social group. And she knows that I'm not I'm not doing it as, you know, a fangirl. I'm doing yeah, you're it... You're not trying to be paparazzi right. where you're exactly. going to just get it and then turn around and sell it on some weird black dark website that yeah. you know whatever yeah, I can, I, you know yeah. in our chat we're actually having a lot of feedback about this and, uh you know, and it's like I, yeah. I know i know a lot of voice actors i mean i could if i wanted to ask them you know can you do bumpers for my show and and i know right off the bat they would have no problems if a couple of them like well if i had to pay a couple bucks i would but on the same token i'm not going to hit them up for that because you know I look at them more as friends than, you know, than being a fan or something like that. You know, it's just a level of respect, you know? Yeah, there's a certain level of that's respect. That's it, though. That's it, though, is there are yeah. so many people out there that have no respect mm -hmm. for other people. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, they have no respect for the boundaries. They're, I mean, you know... we're seeing that a lot now. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, so... I mean, you know, as, as much as I am a fangirl of Supernatural... And, you know, there are people that do this at conventions and it freaks me out. I would never go into a photo op and say, hey, you two kiss. That's my photo op. Um, there are people that do that to these actors, um, whether it's uh, uh, actors that are, you know, actually couples in the show or something like, you know, Supernatural where there is a very large group that are into Wincest 
and you know we'll have them do that even with the Harry Potter stuff um you know you've got the you've got the Weasley twins and they were constantly constantly getting asked for pictures of the two of them kissing that's just ridiculous. No. and the two of them are actual brothers and the, and, the so, fan, and the fan goes like I don't care you know no, and that 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 comes into you know you have your fan fiction and you can do with these characters what you want, um, because it's it's their characters. It's not that they're you know real life people. To actually go to these photo ops and you know have these real life people and put them in a weird ass situation like that, it's it's wrong. It's. Mm-hmm. Now, we do understand that there is the other side of it where, like, John Barrowman, very friendly, very open to certain, certain suggestive yes. situations. Very open to having his butt smacked or smacking the butt of people. That's fine. Like, once you understand there, it's like, it's just like... Just because uh, one voice, just because one actor or something like that is cool with it, don't assume the next one is. Yes, right. and it's all about personal rules. Like, they have personal rules. Yeah, you could slap their butt for a photo, but if you did that in real life, you would probably catch hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, there's a difference, there's a distinction. And I feel like we've had a lot of instances in the last last while of people not understanding that. So that's that's the only reason I think I went down that that uh, direction. But we, I mean, we do have a positive story in our chat of Bond 006 is that they ended up playing catch with Daniel Radcliffe in Central Park twice. Yeah. So, I mean, there are those nice interactions, but just don't be the toxic ones. That's all we ask. Exactly. Right. And obviously, if you see these people and they're, you know, having dinner or they're obviously not in actor mode you know yes you you want to go and just you know acknowledge just say hey or something like don't stop and be loud and obnoxious you don't have to be that person that goes hey look who i found these people are not waldo like also like i i didn't meet him but i was i saw shaquille o'neal one day at work i was i was going to take care of a support ticket and there was a security guy in front of the store. He's like, oh, that's Shaq in the store. I looked in and stuck around for about 15 seconds watching him do some shopping. And I'm like, okay, I, I got to go. I'm thinking maybe if he comes out in the next 15 seconds, I'll say hi. But other than that, I got to be somewhere. So, anywho. No, when, when I was very, very young, I actually met Gavin Rossdale. Um, I was on a plane as a Girl Scout traveling. And we just got into a conversation about Girl Scouts and Girl Guides and, you know, the various differences. And I had an actual really nice conversation when I was, you know, 14 with this guy that I have and still have a huge ass crush on. Um, But even at that age, when I was young enough to get away with being starstruck like that, they're real people. Just sit and have a conversation with them and you will come off with a larger memory than if you had just fangirled and went, oh, I have a picture, look at this. And because you're distinct, like you're being more distinctive than what they deal with every day, you know, you might even gain respect from them for understanding their autonomy and their privacy and their personal space. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know, and that's something if you if you put out that energy, you will reciprocate that energy in certain situations, not every situation, but certain situations. Now that we've um, ed- educated y'all, y'all learned something, <laughs> let, let's go ahead and wrap up the show. I'm not saying it was a bad thing to go on this tangent, but given how things are lately and we are kind of like elders, we want to educate you so that you don't make the same mistakes that I have made or Mako or Ichigo. Believe you me, half the time we do speak from experience. But anywho, if you like the show, tell a friend. The answer will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. So we're doing this for for what we do, for what we enjoy. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. And don't forget to check out our website, animejamsession.com, where we post our weekly podcast. You'll find links to our YouTube videos from conventions. You'll find our Facebook uh, gallery link of cosplay photos. You'll find anime reviews, convention reports, cosplay interviews, cosplay tips and tricks, editorials, all that and then some at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, we are available in podcast form as you see here. So after the show, go ahead and fire up Anchor FM, Player FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, any app that you use for finding podcasts, just find us there. Just search Anime Jam Session. Over 450 plus episodes for you to definitely check out. And don't forget, we are on social media. If you want to see when we're going live, follow us on Twitter. If you want to see our convention coverage in video form, check us out on YouTube. If you want to see our convention coverage in photography and then some, check us out on Facebook. So now we're going to go around the room. Last words, Mako-chan. I am tired, but I also want brownies, so I'm going to eat brownies and then go to bed. Last words, Ichigo. Well, I've wrapped up for the day, but tomorrow it will be off to make masks forever! Woohoo! For me, I am going to relax, I'm going to have some ice cream, and I'm probably going to catch up with some videos or something like that. And that's it! We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Uh, Hopefully Ari will be back, so if you want to hear what he's been up to besides work, it'll be fun times all around. So we're going to get up on out of here, so... I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo Gami. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Okay. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Say goodnight, Ichigo. Goodnight, Ichigo. And if I leave it right there, she actually will fall asleep right there, so. Choo! See, what did I tell you? That's it. We're getting out of here. Good night, y'all.
podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane! <laughs>